uh, there is something that looks a lot like a civil war going on in Ethiopia at present. Uh, there is a war going on between Armenia and Azerbaijan as well. Uh, there's a ceasefire on at the moment, but I never trust those things. Um, but the war in Ethiopia is different from the one in Azer and Armenia. Number one, because it doesn't seem to me like international powers are getting involved in the Ethiopia one yet. In the Armenia versus Azerbaijan one, well, Russia and Turkey are really getting into that one, intervening, hosting ceasefires and all that sort of thing. But Ethiopia's one out at the moment. Um, also, the Armenia Azer one is between two different countries. Whereas uh, the one in Ethiopia is a little bit more complicated than that. It's within the country, and it's the federal government attacking one of the states within that same country. That's odd. A lot like Washington sending fighter jets down to Texas and bombing the crap out of the place. You know, that sort of situation. That's what you've got in Ethiopia. And uh, that's probably why they have the Second Amendment in America. We don't really need it here in Australia. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, Ethiopia, my take on that, which is not the right take. You know, I'm no expert. I have a goddaughter who is an expert, and there are other experts too. Um, go and ask them. <laughs> But my you know, take on it, and it's a little bit influenced by my goddaughter because she educates me on these things. My God, does she know some detail. Yeah. And um, she has a depth of comprehension of these things too. The geopolitics, the politics, um, the cultural issues and all that sort of stuff. I've heard commentary from you know, academics from places like Yale in America and they don't seem to have the depth of comprehension that my goddaughter has because she's part of the community. That's a whole other story. But my take from what I've heard is that, well, it's complicated, and, um, and what I'm about to suggest is only one part of it. But I get this sense that um, it's a battle of constitutions, in a sense. You know, the current constitution of Ethiopia versus an alternative constitution that someone like Dr. Abbey, who is the current Prime Minister of Ethiopia, would rather have in there. Now, the current constitution is tribal-based. It's a constitution, and I think I'm right in saying this, um, which uh, respects... The individuality of tribes. You know, the tribes are very important you know, in the current constitution. I think there's a reason for that. You can, you know, I don't know the detail, but uh, there is one mob in Ethiopia. You know, that's Australia-speak mobs, you know, because the indigenous peoples here refer to all their tribes as mobs, you know. Okay, so there's one mob um, in Ethiopia called the Tigrayans, and... Um, 
for a long time they've they've been in the ascendancy and i think they had a hell of a lot to do uh, with framing the current constitution of ethiopia and unsurprisingly because uh, the tigrayans have a very strong tribal identity very strong tribal identity and unsurprisingly the current um, constitution of ethiopia uh, supports or you know um, is respectful of tribes why why wouldn't tigray um, want to be the architects of a constitution uh, that respected tribal identity because they've got a strong tribal identity i can't see anything wrong with that um, but the, where the problem comes in i think is that there's another tribe called the amharans and i've spoken to well tigrains and um now they say that amhari is not a real tribe then there's another tribe called the Oromos. They've got a strong tribal identity too, you know, unlike the Amharans. So the Tigrayans and the Oromos seem to have a strong tribal identity. But the Tigrayans are kind of the elite tribe and the Oromo are the downtrodden tribe. So I can't imagine the Oromos feel as important as um, the Tigrayans in the tribal system. Yeah, they, they, I think they do feel like second-class citizens, third-class citizens, right. But... Um, and if you don't think that matters, well, just look at you know Europe. You know when um, Germany felt disrespected after World War Two, World War One, sorry, after World War One, they went nuts and threw up Hitler as their sort of chancellor, and the rest is history. You know, and uh, the same thing happened after you know Napoleon um, defeated Prussia. You know. He made the Prussians feel like crap afterwards. Not important. And boy, did they come back with a vengeance, you know. Bismarck in the 1860s, you know, whatever it was. And then Bismarck did the same to the French. Made them feel like crap after he punched the crap out of them. And did, you know, got his revenge. And then in World War One, you know, it went the other way again. And then the Germans lost again this time, you know. So you had the French winning. And then the Germans winning, Bismarck. And then you had the French and the English winning in World War One, And each time, they're making the other mob feel like crap. And it doesn't end well when you do that. Now, let's think about this. So in the current, with the current constitution of Ethiopia, uh, well, it's tribal-based. It's an ethnic federation. It's a tribal federation, isn't it? Um, so it matters. You're, you know, everyone, everyone's tribal identity matters. Now... The Oromo have got a lower tribal identity, so you know they don't figure. They don't. Surely they don't feel that respected in this tribal federation. You know they would. I'm sure the the Tigrayans would make them feel like second class citizens. Now, um, the tri the Tigrayans, I as I have always perceived, seem to be kind of elite in many ways. I won't go into detail. You know, in educationally and. You know, business-wise and all that sort of stuff, you know. Okay, the Amharans, they're in, an interesting box of frogs, though. Uh, they seem to be not a real tribe. You know, they're kind of an amalgamation of all of other tribes into a super tribe, which is, you know, that sounds good, doesn't it, super tribe, but no, it's a watered-down tribe. 
Now, I think the Amharans have been trying to say, hey, we are very proud Amharans, and Amharans is a wonderful tribe, and we've had lots of emperors and all that sort of stuff, and we go back 3,000 years, which they do technically through the other tribes before they all amalgamated. You know, it's like a bunch of footy teams all becoming one, you know. The resultant footy team is uh, has the shit, has the combined histories of all the little tribes. So, um, so as far as I can tell, the Amharans feel that they are greater than the sum of their parts. So the Amharan tribe, in their minds, is greater than all the individual little tribes that went into the Amharan tribe. Now, which might have been portions of Tigrayans too, and portions of Oromos too, you know. But I think the Tigrayans, and I've heard this, deny them that cultural identity. You know, the Amharans are trying, uh, standing up, I think, and saying, we are proud Amharans and we go back to, you know, Solomon, and all that sort of stuff. Now, and given that their component parts, their component tribes do, then they do, I suppose. But when, you know, and um, Tigrayans kind of say, uh, nope, doesn't count. Yeah, you can't just say Amharans go back and back and back and back. Tigrayans go back and back and back and back. We are quality. But you can't say Amharans are quality. It's watered down. And Amharans say, well, yeah, no, 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 we disagree. We're an amazing tribe. And, you know, most of the emperors in history have been Amharans because, you know, they've all been one or the other of the component tribes that make up Amharans. So we are a super tribe, and we really are super. You know, we're amazing. We're a powerful tribe that goes back 3,000 years. And I think the Tigrayans have been saying, no, you're not. You're nothing. As an Amharan, you know, it's not, not even a real tribe. You know, and I think, you know, I personally think that's a mistake. You know, if I was in, um, if I was a Tigrayan, I'd be saying, hey, we Tigrayans are fantastic. So are you. Because I wouldn't want to piss them off. You know, what's what's the advantage in pissing them off? You know, give them give them the credit. You know, say yeah, you're fantastic. You know, we do that to people all the time. Hey, you know, you meet someone who's a bit of an idiot. Say, hey, you're really smart. You know, well, we tend to do that. Yeah, you know? there's a good reason for it. It's smart because <laughs> then that guy won't come and punch you in the nose. You know what I mean? But anyway, I do get the sense the Tigrayans are, you know, lorded over the Oromos a bit because the Oromos are a bit downtrodden and lorded over the Amharans because they haven't got a real tribe. You know, they've got a made-up tribe based on language, you know, and that sort of stuff. I get the sense the Tigrayans have been doing that. Now, the Tigrayans are saying, listen, the current constitution is based on tribal identity, which it is. It's a federation of tribes. But the tribes are the first identity, and, you know, being Ethiopian, which is the kind of federation, is, you know, your secondary identity, you know, your tribe first. And they say to the Amharas, listen, you know, go back to all your individual tribes, because the Amharan tribe doesn't count. The Amharans saying, we can't, you know, it was all smashed up by history, you know, whether we like it or not, you know, people like, I forget who they were, you know, Menelik or whoever they were, and they sort of said, no, nah, you're all going to talk to Amharan, and you're all going to identify as Amharans and all that sort of stuff, and um, therefore, you know, and, and they said, we can't go back to our component tribes now. Our only identity, possible, the only identity, the only, the, our only real chance of a tribal identity is, you know, as Amharan, a little bit like African-Americans, you know, they got all their historical tribal identities smashed when they got 
sold as slaves over into America, and now they identify as black by the skin or the colour of their skin. And I'm sensitive to that. You can't tell them, go back to your camera, don't identify as black. You can't say that. I say, you know, they, they, they treat Africa like a country, the African-Americans, and so I, I, I respect that. Um, because where they actually literally came from, that's lost. You know, and the Amharans are a bit like that. I'm sensitive to that. Um, you know, um, in a, on a much smaller scale, an Amharan scale. You know. um, but the current constitution uh, does seem to make the Tigrayans feel really good about themselves you know, as a quality tribe and makes the Oromos feel a little bit lower, a lot lower, and it seems to make the Amharans feel like not even a real tribe. Um, and uh, even if not technically in the constitution, I think spiritually, I think Tigray, Tigrayans tend to say, listen, that's not a real tribe. It doesn't make the Amharans feel good about themselves. Anyway, one way or another, Tigrayans want the current constitution, the ethnic federalism, the tribal federalism. One way or another, they want that. And people who are Amharans and Oromos and everything don't. They want their identity to be based on being Ethiopian. One, one mob. And probably one language eventually. You know, the Tigrayans say, no, 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 we can't have that. Go, everyone go back to your own tribes. And they say, we don't want to. And the Tigrayans say, well, you should. And the Amharans and the Oromos, especially the Amharans, say, well, we can't. And then the Tigrayans will say, bad luck. You're not as good as us then. You're not high quality. And the Amharans say, you know what? We're going to, you know, under the current constitution, we are kind of nothing and you are kind of something. So we've got a better idea here. We're going to bring in a new constitution under which we are something, and you are something, and we are all the same thing, but nobody's nothing. I, I understand that. You know, I do understand that. Now, the Tigrayans might look at that and they say, oh, you want to make us all Amhara and them sort of. Well, they say, all one Ethiopian anyway. You know, the tribes aren't going to matter. The Tigrayans say, oh, no, we don't like that because, you know, we love our tribal identity because we've got the best one, you see. We've got the best one. You know, we sometimes say that the others have, but we kind of know that we've got the best one. You know? And the Amharans say, well, we're going to just make everyone Ethiopian. We're not too keen on this tribal business. And and, and then at that point, I think the um, Ethiopians might be saying, oh, sorry, the um, Tigrayans might be saying, well, we might just go our own way then which is kind of what they've done recently by having their own elections. And the Amharans have sort of said, no, I don't know. No. And they've sent the fighter jets and bombed the crap. You know, they've sent the federal fighter jets down there, you know, which the Tigrayans, I think, have chipped in to buy and bombed the crap out of Tigray and say, no, no, we're going to force this issue. You know, um, The Tigrayans are kind of, you know, feeling the pinch, I think, at the moment, you know, a little bit like England felt the pinch when Hitler was going bang, bang, bang against them, because they made Germany feel like crap after World War One, and then England was getting the crap bombed out of them by the Nazis, you know, by Hitler, you know, and now Tigray is getting the bo crap bombed out of them by a, a different kind of Hitler, maybe, you know, uh, Abby, you know the current Prime Minister.
of Ethiopia is bombing the crap out of Tigray. And, um, and Abiy Ahmed is probably thinking, no, I'm going to make this one Ethiopia and nothing's going to stop me. I think he's part Amharan and part RML or something. So there's a double whammy there. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe the Tigrayans have made a mistake over the last number of years by feeling, by <laughs> making it clear to everyone that they're the best. <laughs> that doesn't kind of work in history. Uh, but having said that, given that uh, Tigray are very strong on their own cultural identity, Tigrayan cultural identity, not an Ethiopian one, um, then maybe they've got the right to secede and form their own nation. Um, and I think they've kind of sort of hinted that that's what they're doing. You know, they had their own elections and all that sort of stuff. I think they're trying to break away one way or another. And uh, Abby, Abby has said, uh, sorry, not happening. Now, I don't know what the reason for that is, but very, you know, it's really rare in the world that any country wants to lose even a square inch of territory. Yeah. So... That'd be probably behind Abby saying, no, you're not seceding. You're part of Ethiopia by force. Now, morally, I sort of think that you should let them go their own way and be their own country, but um, I very rarely does any country do that willingly. Any federal leader of any sort, you know, uh, that that's not common. No one likes to do that. And there might be some economic reasons. That'd be a whole other podcast. Why won't Abby let Tigray go their own way, you know, because that's, um, that seems to be the issue right now. Um, Tigray kind of trying to go their own way and break off or whatever, and he's trying to stop them, and I think that's at the bottom of this civil war, along with that other issue where there's one constitution in place at the moment which has got some pluses and some minuses for different people, but then there's this other constitution, which is arguably better. It's one that the West 